Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Radio is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John and Pastor Ed on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon and I'm with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. Tonight's program is Through the Eyes and Ears of a Homeless Man. If this is your first time joining us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women regain control of their lives. Tonight's topic is a great topic. It's about a gentleman we know. We call him Cowboy John. Mm-hmm. Blaine, you know him very well, and Ed, you do too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you remember the very first time that we met through him? Um, we were at a manji treat um, up there at... Um, Pine Valley. Yes, it was we a Pine Valley um, Bible retreat up there. And um, we were up there, and this is how we met this young man. He um, was a young man. He came out of the uh, armed services in the Air Force, and he happened to be at the man's retreat. Um, he was being um, baptized that day. Yes, and he was. yeah, that was quite the day. We had, I don't know, there was quite a few people who got baptized today. There were lots of men uh, being baptized. Lots of men. Yeah. It was a man's retreat up there. So um, the women in the um, other dorms, they heard the commotion because we had a big old uh, pool that yeah. we took up there. It was, you yeah. know, it wasn't one of those little tiny ones you blow up. It was a big one with the was, ladder that you climbed in with, all right? Yeah. yeah. So it took a little time to get this thing set up. But they got up in there, and, and the women heard all the commotions out of their doors, and they came out, and they realized what was going on. It was baptisms, and they were up there applauding, you know, because it was oh, just, you know, the, there was this glory going on in heaven. Yeah. But um, we got to meet, and that was the first time I got to meet with Cowboy John. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he got baptized, and um, Blaine, we were sitting together, and we were thinking about um, going for a hike. And they had a softball game going on there because at that time they give you some free time to do our our own, you know, your own time, you know, to get along with the Lord or social uh, socialize with others of your group and play games and whatever you want to do. But um, we were sitting there, and um, here comes this man, and it was Cowboy John, and mm-hmm. he sat down next to us and. And he overheard us talking about going hiking, and he says, hey, I would like to go hiking. Mm-hmm. And so um, next thing you know, um, I told him, hey, I, I really don't want to hike, so you guys go right ahead. I just want to watch the game and just kind of relax and enjoy that day. So they went hiking, they came back, and we all fellowshiped and got to know each other. And, you know, and that was pretty much about it. And I really didn't know a whole lot about this man at all, um, but... Later, I would figure it was about a about a month later or so. I was driving down the street and I looked over on the side of the road, and who did I see? It was Cowboy John walking mm-hmm. along? And I pulled over the side of the road and I said, "Hey, what are you doing around this neighborhood?" And you know, he says, "Well, you know, I kind of stay out here." And I thought that was kind of unusual, kind of stay out here. So I said, okay. So I said, hey, I'm over here by my house. Would you want to stop by? Oh, yeah, I'd like to sit down and talk with you. So I took him over to the house, and we sat down, and we had a little talk. And I come to find out that he was homeless. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, so you have, you, were you, you, so were you, you say you've been staying around here? You staying at 
the church or are you staying where are you staying at and he told me well i'm just staying out on the streets wherever i can find a bed that's where i'm finding my bed and so i kind of thought in my heart you know john what are you going to do here and i thought well I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to take a man in, and, you know, that right. I just met. I didn't know what to think about this. So, I said, you know, I said, let's see what we can do. So we talked for a little bit. And he said, well, it's time for me to get going. So, obviously, I said, well, my door's here, so you know where I live in that. And and over time, we develop a, fr- a friendship. Yeah. And um, eventually, um, I took him into the home. I had an extra room in, in my home. There, we had an extra room, so we took him in, and I told him, I explained to him, hey, look. The the door is locked at eight o'clock, and this is the rules. And when I leave, you got to leave. And because mm-hmm. I really didn't know the guy still, I'm thinking this is a big step for me and yeah. homelessness. So we took the step, and um, and then as time went on, um, I realized and grew a relationship with this man. And the thing about him at that time, I was in complacency with um with with the lord you know you get into that um you're on a whole pattern you're really not not going anywhere you're just you know that christians you know where you're just stuck you know mm-hmm. and and you know you don't look i'm kind of looking back in my past and stuff like that's going on in my life and this young man he says hey look he goes he goes i see your bibles and says, i know that you like reading um i know that you're into the word so would you please start reading with me and I said, John, I said, really, right now, I really don't want to read. And and I'm thinking, you know, and I'm thinking at the same time here, this man wants to learn. And I'm saying, no, I I really don't want to. And he's like, come on, man, read. I want you you to share with me. And so God started. um, So I got my Bible out, started to read. And next thing I know, we sat there and we're having a good time and sharing with him. And um, the relationship started growing and he started growing. And um, as, as time went on. Um, as you know, Blaine, what he was doing, he, he actually, he didn't want to work for another company. He tried starting a few jobs, working with a couple companies, just wasn't working out with him. And the next thing you know, he said, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go get a job where I really want to. And I said, where's that going to be? He says, you know, I like working with horses. Yeah. And I said, well, have you been around horses? And he goes, no. And I said, well, how do you know how you like horses? Well, this young man, he went out there, and what he started doing, he started cleaning corrals. Mm-hmm. And what he did, he made a business out of um, cleaning stalls. So he had a couple ranches. So he just worked his way right up. In the meantime, this man was really um, telling me some stories about what it was like about being homeless because I had a couple questions that I wanted to know. Yeah. And he says, John, he says, um, you know, you know what I came from and where I just came out. I couldn't, I didn't stay in Arizona where I grew up. He said I wanted a new life out here, and so. But he says um, it was a lot harder than I thought. And when I became homeless, I had pride, and a lot of that does happen. And that he didn't turn to ask very many people for help, and he thought he can get up on his feet. But what was happening was he says you just don't know what I heard and seen in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, and so and I said, well, can you explain to me and so that I can understand? And he says, I'll take you to a place I went to one time for to get. He goes, I got a little money. Someone gave me a little bit of money uh, to get some food. And he said, I went to a restaurant. And he said, I, you know, they carry their stuff around. And if they don't carry the stuff, they'll, they'll get lost and, yeah. and things like that happen. So um, he went into this restaurant 
And he said, first of all, he walks in there and just the people's eyes just all started kind of like turned to him, he said, and looked at him. And because, you know, he wasn't clean and really much, you know, you're sleeping out on the streets. It's hard to stay clean. And he tried to keep his um, keep himself as clean as possible. But that's just part of life out there. And what happened was that uh, the waitresses weren't walking over to him. And so he's waiting to be seated. So finally, one of them came over and says, what can we do for you? And he says, I would like to sit down and eat. And so, and they said, and he says, I can I leave my stuff over in the corner? And they said, yeah, you leave all your stuff there. So they took him and they put him back into a, a far uh, bench yeah. away from everybody they could. And he said, he says, that kind of felt, he said, that really made me feel bad. He said, I didn't feel like I was a part of society anymore. So as he was sent back there, he can see people were looking back and kind of talking and stuff. And in, in his ear started hearing over conversations and and i asked him i said well well did you say anything or did you would you do he says johnny says i wanted to but i was so fixed on eating and that that and what, what am i going to really say so he said it really broke my heart and that so but he finished his place and he got he finished his food up and his meal up and he got up and he started walking out, and he heard a couple people mentioning some things. And um, and I won't go into what they were saying, but um, you can imagine, folks. Yeah. And so he gets his stuff, and he walks outside, and he stands there. And then he's looking up and down the road to see which way he's going to go. And I just thought to myself when he was explaining this, it, it, it just it affects affected my heart. It, it made me stop and think. Lord, what would I do if I was in that position? And how would I feel? And what would I do? What would I say? And so as this man was explaining this and telling me about these things, I realized in my heart, it wasn't, you know, here I thought I was doing such a good deed and everything. It wasn't me doing a good deed. It was actually God teaching me a lesson. Mm -hmm. And it was God was showing me something that I needed to learn within myself and about the community that I live in and the people. And so, you know, um, I I can go on and on and on, but I just want to share, you know, through his eyes and what he was explaining to me and through his ears and what he was saying, you know, and... um, and to watch this man and to trust this man, because I had a, it was a big jump to fate oh, to take yeah. this man into your house and to do that. And I just, you know, and this was not me, you know, but God, God just does a, a wonderful work. And if you just let him work in you. You 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 get to see these these great joys and and as this guy grew up, I mean, as this guy was growing up and as the years was going, because he stayed over there with me for quite a while, um, for a few years there, yeah, and um, it was quite interesting how he grew and I got to see him grow, and the best thing about it was some of the things he, um, he had a bad habit of saying, knocking at the door, saying, "Hey, John, are you still awake?" And it's like, hey, come on, man. Uh, what do you, can I do for you? Well, he goes, um, I'd like to share. I'd like to sit down and talk to you about the Lord. And I thought, man, interesting. This very, is great. This is great. Very hungry and for the it, word. Very hungry, as we yeah. all know who he was. And so, um, you know, that taught me, hey, you know what? This is a great thing because here 
I'm learning something because God's talking to me too. Right. Not only am I going to be able to talk to this man, God is talking to me. So um, those are some of the key little things. And I'll finish up here in a little bit more and tell some good little things that I, I need to share. But I just want to hear from you two what you thought of this man too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here, you guys, audience. Um, as we talk about Cowboy Johnny, you can see that um, Pastor John here was reaching out, wanted to bless, wanted to help, wanted to feed, wanted to shelter, but it was his heart that got changed. It was it was John Simon's heart that got changed by Cowboy John. And here in that message, the reason why we're talking about Cowboy Johnny tonight is it was through him. It was through his humbleness. It was through his eagerness. He just wanted to serve. Not only did it change your life, but it changed all three of our lives. Oh, absolutely. And and I just got to add to, to Pastor John's uh, message a little bit about Cowboy Johnny is while we were at that, that uh, as we were up there for that retreat and we saw him sitting, we just said, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going? And all of a sudden he hooked up, it changed his life and it changed ours. And as we built relationship, and as you talk about that baptism, I'm sitting over here going, that was a beautiful experience because, it, it, you know, it's a retreat center. And so they had the women on one side and men in another. They had their own dorms. But I'm telling you guys, our sisters in Christ were up there on their balconies just yelling and hollering and praising God because God was changing lives and men were dedicating their lives through baptism. And uh, it was just a beautiful experience. And uh, Cowboy John, he 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 moved in each one of our lives we learned a lot yes and and you know what you guys is is we spend time on saturdays with the homeless and i think we may have one of we might have one of our sisters in christ uh, be a um a speaker sometimes yes we i guess absolutely johnny changed our lives and uh and, and as i looked at him he was very humble he was a servant i have a scripture that I, I'd like to read real quick. I, I would like that. And then I'll let you guys share. But, but you know, to round things up a little bit, you know, um, God, you know, our Father in heaven, used this man to really change our lives. He, he changed our hearts. And um, that's what our God does. But this scripture reminded me of him. It says, and it's found in Galatians, and it's five thirteen and 14. It says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And you know, I got to tell you, audience, we're we're a couple of emotional men in here. You know, um, we do build relationships. We've known each other for a long time, and our God is so good. But when I read a scripture like this, it does want want me to. It just causes me to shed a tear for the relationships that we all have together. And when we look back and we see whether it was a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, uh, maybe somebody in the church that reached out to us, um, we're called to love one another, man. And, and what we saw Cowboy Johnny do in his life, in our lives, and the hunger for the word that you were talking about, Johnny. And I know you've got some stories there, Pastor mm-hmm. Ed, but you know we were invited to go up to one of the, the local rehabilitation uh, centers um yes and cowboy johnny ended up teaching one of those he just wanted to teach and it it would take us 50 minutes to an hour to get there and all he would talk about was the bible the word he he wanted to share in our knowledge he hungered yes he was so hungry for the word but we were able to see him grow um very hungry for the word we were able to see him teach but he had a heart for those around him 
And uh, he really did. He, God used him to change our lives. And, and we could talk about him for a long time, but um, I'll, let, I'll let you go. Okay. John, uh, John was the most enthusiastic person I ever come across wanting to hear the word. And as uh, Blaine was saying, we would go up to teach at this uh, uh, organization up there. And being the old patriarch, I always got in the pastor seat on the front. So we'd get in the car and take off, and we weren't half a block away till John was asking me questions about Scripture. So we did a Bible study on the way up about every other trip. <laughs> and uh, and it was, wasn't enough that I taught. He would interrupt me and ask questions. So it uh, he, he had a hunger that was just unbelievable, and it mm-hmm. and it wasn't just a hunger to know; it was a hunger to to teach as well. And he had the right idea: if you're going to teach, you got to have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. And he was gathering the knowledge so he could teach. Yes. And uh, but uh, I didn't get to know him as early as you you two did. That uh, I I got to know John when we were going up there to. Uh, to teach at that uh, facility, yeah, at the program, yeah, there. at that the program, ranch. and uh, yeah, and it was a lot of fun going up there. He would get excited, and <clears throat> when we would finish with the teaching, the men up there would come up and stand in line to talk to us. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think John, John Cowboy John, loved that because he got to then share <laughs> everything he had learned, and uh, so he would get really enthused about that. But uh, Oh, he sure did. He enjoyed when it. We, you, we all enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. When you think yeah. he went from knowing basically nothing uh-huh. to I know the last time we talked to him, he was pretty knowledgeable. You could ask him questions and get answers. Absolutely. So he absorbed everything that was taught at him. Yeah. he His heart was going to uh, the ministerial, uh, become a ministerial student and, bec- and get his ordination. And that's where he was to even, and to see this man have nothing when he came into the house to get working, to establish his own job, working with others on other ranches and getting his own paychecks and um, getting his own car and mm-hmm. building his way into life was a blessing that um, not only that I got to witness, but he was a blessing because he was not only growing in that way, he was also growing in spiritually. Oh, and, yeah. you know, and so I was very fortunate because he was also showing me something in the tinnest. Um, I think that was back in 2013 is when we met him. 2012 or 2013 is when I met him the first time. Yeah. Um, so, um, and the reason um, why we're bringing him up, folks, is, is because... Um, Unfortunately, in uh, March, we were at man's retreat, and we came home early. Usually, we stayed till the Sunday, and we came home Saturday night, and we all had special things that we had to do at church. And so, he, he had a little small church he went to, and we and, and I had my church, and, and that. So, um, and Blaine had yeah, were his church. So, he went to, um, he ended up leaving that morning, and I didn't get to say, see you later. And unfortunately, on his way to church, uh, the pastor called him from um, on a cell phone. He answered it and he said, would you go pick up this woman that she can't get a ride? Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, he said he would. And what, which is nice how this guy, this guy's man heart servant. was, okay, yeah. a servant. And he turned around and eventually there was a car crash that um, ended up taking his life. So... Um, <clears throat> 
You know, that was a um, very, very rough time, only not in my life, because um, he taught me a very valuable lesson, and that was um, we just don't know who we're going to help and what that's going to do in our lives. Yeah, you know, you brought up something, too, about uh, he lived He lived a short life. John was, Cowboy John was fairly young when he got into that car wreck, but he, the last few years, he affected so many people's mm-hmm. lives. Yes. He had a personality that he could stop and talk, and you could spend all day talking to him. And, and when he started getting into the Word, uh, you couldn't talk to him at he didn't quote Bible scripture or, or was talking about the Bible or some story in the Bible. He had a huge impact on a lot of people in a very short time. He, he did. And you know, one of the things is on the ranch is um, I was going to sit there and tell them they um, put a dedicated a plaque up there on this. Uh, it's a huge ranch. I, I can't remember how many horses it holds, 120, 120 or so horses it's a big 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 ranch and he affected not only our lives but many other lives around because when the funeral that was held it was a big funeral it, and he didn't um eight, at least 80 people i knew of yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, as, as the three of us are here and we went and did that teaching and then we grew and and we we really learned not only about homelessness um but we we were able to watch god you yes. know god yes. our father in heaven change not only our lives as he does but also cowboy johnny's and so i'm sitting here you guys i do have a tear in my eye and um, yeah. there was so many things that we did in reaching out that we wanted to be involved with johnny right and i, I had a thought while you guys were talking and i'll let you close out but my thought was if, if johnny were here if he wasn't in the arms of jesus and he was still here he'd be in this room with us absolutely, absolutely. he would be 100 percent part of this ministry uh, and absolutely we almost had hoped that you know yes. our plans are different um his his thoughts are not our thoughts and um you know our god had a different plan but um absolutely. i just wanted to put that in there and i'll let you close no you you absolutely hit it right on the money he um act matter of fact i don't think we'd have a chance to really speak <laughs> so, <laughs> so no but just okay with me the cowboy he, he john show oh he's a great guy yeah but you know um but yeah you know he really ministered a lot to um minister on only to me you guys and everybody but this is the thing about with god um folks what i'm trying to say out there don't miss your chance um i am so grateful that i didn't miss my chance i'm so grateful i didn't um that I did listen and let God work on me to turn me into a different person. I realize now when I was thinking about this show of last night and that and, and throughout this week, um, how God was um, saying to my heart, saying, you know what? I've done this for you for the last 20 some years. You were just ears were closed and weren't listening. So, folks, take the time. Listen, Cornerstone is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And so um, we just asked if you will please help us in donations because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We go out and we do help people and we do find them for places to stay and, and that. Um, places to stay in homes and programs. So um, tonight, you know, we just want to give that um, the tribute to John, Cowboy John. John. And yeah. this was about him. I could have, we could have said a lot more things, folks, uh, but this is. Um, I think this will just be the part that I just want to really share to you. Let God touch you. Let God let you be a servant to others. Mm-hmm. Um, the rewards are great. I, I can't even explain. There's so much I want to tell you, but not enough time. But um, 
what he has done in my life, I, I'm not. I'm never. I'm, ne- I'm never the same person. I'll let you guys help me up. Yeah, finish just, it. just real quick. You know, uh, <clears throat> it's one of the reasons we don't write off people that are homeless. Here is a man that came from homeless into uh, a Christ and was sharing Scripture and affecting people's lives. Mm-hmm. And when you run into somebody out on the street and they're asking you for help. You got to look at them as this is God's person. You don't know what their future is, but they could be another. Uh, they could be another preacher if you just help along and get them yes. going. John was an example of why we work with the people on the street. Absolutely, and mm-hmm. never give up hope on them. Amen. 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 Yes, and um, folks out there, uh, please help us out with Cornerstone. If uh, Cornerstone Transitional Housing and donations, we're on the website. You can go to cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org, and you can make your donations there. If you like to give, if you like to give us a call, our phone number here would be six one nine seven one five six nine one five. Again, that number is six one nine seven one five six nine one five. We really appreciate you listening to the show. Mm-hmm. We are, like I said, we're out here to break the cycle of homelessness. I know if we all join together as one, as our love is with a people, then we can do this. So mm-hmm. please, please help us out. And I ask that God will bless every each and one of you tonight. And may God always be with you and keep you. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and will remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed here on K-Praise.